0: in the market for affordable home improvement products. Uben Building Supplies carries those high quality building materials you need. Whether you're a homeowner, DIY handyman, landlord, or contracting company, their store in Dyke, Iowa has everything you need to get the job done right the first time. Their in-store builder showroom is designed to make the selection process easy. View samples, discuss options, and then take a few samples back to your home or office for consideration. You've Been Building Supplies is dedicated to getting the job done right, and their friendly experts will help you find exactly what you need to fit your lifestyle, home decor, and budget. Go and visit their Dyke Showroom at 635 Main Street or call 319-989-2222 to see, touch, and feel the latest styles. The Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue.
1: Wolverine Nation, welcome to another episode of DNH Loose Change. I am your host, Tad Brace, alongside my co-host, Travis Kiewit. Travis, what's going on? Another day in paradise. Yep, it's, it is a nice day. Actually, it was a beautiful day. It out was a little nice
0: windy, but it was nice.
1: I'll take the wind. These last few days, over what we had the last couple weeks, yeah, yeah I'll take this any day. Absolutely any day.
0: We had a, um, we're taping this Wednesday night and we just got done with the Booster Club uh, meeting and Tony Norton was there and somebody asked Tony how he was doing. And I think he said that he is doing, I'm doing as good as the, I don't know, the top of the grass. I can't think of the, I've messed it up now. That sounds nice. It was, it, <laughs> sounds nice. <laughs> it, it was. I'd never heard it before. Well, we I'm doing should... better than, or I'm I'm doing as good as the top side of of the grass. We should call him something live like
1: and and see what he says later.
0: Yeah, you know, maybe I'll, uh, yeah,
1: rig something up and.
0: Yeah, maybe at the end we'll have we'll have something there.
1: Yeah, we'll give it a try. We like to try things. Yeah,
0: I'll I'll text him and see because he said it, and nobody had heard it, and we and, all kind of looked at him like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of cool."
1: And we honestly, did you even know? Like, does it would it have made sense?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, it, yeah, it made it, sense. Yeah, it made sense. But then, my thinking was, well, if you're the top side of the grass, what happens if a dog comes over and does number one? Now are you really that happy?
1: Or if, or if it's mowing day.
0: <laughs> and then then he said, "Well, it's better than being down with the earthworms." Okay. So I yeah, I need to find out. I'll I'll figure something out. I like it. Yeah.
1: That's good. Okay. <laughs> I totally
0: and I was going to remember it and I didn't happen. That's oh,
1: gosh. <laughs> that's the story. like I right now I Sticky notes all over my desk. and
0: Yeah, I found the notes app on my phone, and I I now use that religiously.
1: That is a handy little tool, isn't it?
0: And I still forget. I had written down at school today because um, there's going to be a junior high football streaming, and I was missing uh, the shuttle, which doesn't matter if you know it or not, shuttle and the tripod, and so I put both those down on my notes, get them both right after I get done with the bus route. I went straight home. <laughs> and then I looked. So I had to actually come up early before the Booster Club meeting to make sure that I got it because I was not going to forget it or chance it Again. that I was going to get it in the morning. Yes. Because something else then would pop up. So,
1: Oh, I'm terrible about that. And see, oh. we got an Alexa at our house now. And then if I'm thinking something like, hey, Alexa, remind me to do this. Remind me to do that. And it's, it's handy.
0: It, and it works? It works. Really? But,
1: Here's the thing, though. I, I literally only use that thing to tell me the weather and to set reminders. So I don't need anything else on it, but that All is pretty right. handy. Hmm. All right. Well, I, I guess we better get to the, to the meat and potatoes.
0: Yeah, the reason everybody tuned in.
1: Absolutely. Um, tonight we've got a, a nice little episode for you here. Um, we're going to have Lane Stahlberg. We're, we're pretty sure we're pronouncing that correctly. We're gonna double
0: yeah.
1: check. Yeah. He is a, he's one of our new teachers, correct? Yep,
0: industrial technology took over for uh, Gerald Warren. So big out shoes out there at to, the shop, yeah. Big that'd shoes be, to fill. It'd be good. I've, I've never talked to him, so
1: neither have I. So it'll be nice to kind of get to know him a little bit. Um and then we'll also have in here Tom Kohlbrigger. Um, I think most people that have been around an event at Dyke New Hartford before have seen Tom around. Yeah. Uh, snapping pictures, so we'd like to get him in there and kind of talk about what he does um, for the district as well. Yeah. So
0: Yep. And I would like to mention uh, for people that are listening here before Friday night, um, People Savings Bank is going to have their tailgate at the football games. There's a freshman game, I believe, at four thirty, four forty five, and then the varsity game at seven, and I think they're going to be serving from five thirty to seven thirty. Pork burgers, hot dogs, chips, and all that with all the proceeds going to the Booster Club. Exactly. All so. those
1: proceeds. Uh, again, People Savings Bank, one of our sponsors. Yep, absolutely. But they do an amazing job of, we had Tiffany Ashen here who is uh, uh, an employee at PSB, and she she explained all the things that you do, but hearing it and seeing it, are two different things, and they're Mm -hmm. out there constantly, so...
0: Yeah, and they'll be out there manning the grills, and and they're right there, so... Oh, yeah,
1: they do it all. Like, they're the ones who step in and actually, like at the beginning of the year for our breakfast, they're the ones serving it and everything, so uh, make sure you swing over there. It's usually a really popular place, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, You'll. it's right there by the concession stand, and um, another shameless plug is we'll also have our Booster Club trailer open for apparel and stuff. So.
1: I've got to say, um, I'm I'm pretty particular about my clothing that I, you know, for DNH staff clothing and things like that. Yeah, and I'll get a lot. I get a lot of my stuff from the Booster Club. I saw some hats that Travis, um, the Booster Club, had created. They're sharp.
0: Yeah, they're they're nice. They
1: they are sharp, and they're they're not online, so you're going to see them at at yep. the game. It's, yep. the, it's the only place you can see them. So
0: yeah, we'll have them there. My wife uh, Teresa Kiewit, and Katie Slack, they both kind of. We're part of designing it and and getting everything going, and they put a lot of work into it as well. So definitely stop by and and see what's going on there.
1: Absolutely. Okay, well, uh, that'll do it for now. We'll get uh, the guests in here and get started here just shortly.
2: Home is the starting place of love, hope, and dreams. Hi, this is Tiffany Ash with People Savings Bank. Whether you are purchasing a new home, looking to refinance your current mortgage loan, or looking for a flexible home equity line of credit option, now is the perfect time to give PSB a call. Ask for one of our dedicated real estate lenders to learn more about getting you and your home on the right track. At People's Savings Bank, it's all about making the right choices for you. Locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roll blue.
1: All right, we've got Lane Stahlberg in here for our first interview of the evening. Lane, how are you doing? Pretty good. Yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you for asking. Um, And Lane, you were... Brand new to the district, correct? Yes, I am. And what uh what are you teaching? What are...
2: I am the new industrial tech teacher here at DH. Industrial
0: tech. All right. Yeah, like This we... is the first time that I've I I think I've actually seen you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw we I, I'm not sure if we briefly talked at the very beginning of the year, like to get back together sure. thing for the teachers, but I can't honestly remember it.
0: Go so fast. Yeah. I'm not important enough to be down in the trenches with everybody, so I kinda Hang back in the weeds.
1: (laughs) Someone's got to run the tech stuff up front. Right. All right. Well, anyways, um, Lane, is he took over for Gerald Warren, and um, we're going to go ahead and let him tell you a little bit about himself.
2: Yeah. So, originally, I'm from Monticello, Iowa, which is about an hour and a half east of here. Um, Grew up, played sports all my life. Um, All my siblings. I grew up in a family of six. um, Four kids. All played sports. So, it was... (laughs) Pretty competitive at home, you know. Uh,
0: Where did you rank in the?
2: So I'm I'm second of the four. So second of the four. Yep, I have an older sister and then a younger brother and younger sister. So there's two of each. Um Me and my brother uh, got into it a lot as <laughs> kids. You know, <laughs> um, had to show him the ropes how to play sports. We'll a say, bit. could he hold his own after he tries, through? Okay. He tries. He, he I and still and try not to let him. But
0: <laughs> how much younger?
2: Uh, he's three years younger t- than me.
0: Okay, so. so fairly, I mean, there's probably. It was pretty competitive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part.
2: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Monticello, huh? Yeah. You guys ever play East Buchanan back in the day? Yeah. Back in the Tri Rivers days. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The good old yep. Tri Rivers days.
0: Now, I'm usually pretty good. I'm up to date on the mascots, but I'm, I'm trying to think of what. I, I, I want to say Indians, but that ain't. I know that's. Monticello? Not, yeah. Uh, The Panthers. Panthers. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Monticello. Being here at DNH we don't cross paths too many times. I know Monticello came here. I think my son was maybe a sophomore. They came here for a district track meet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Got to love the old Tri-Rivers days back (laughs) when I, that's when, that's my neck of the woods too. So, all right. Anyways, uh, you went to uh, Monticello. Where'd you go to college?
2: I went to UNI for four years. Um, Got to do stuff. I explored a little bit with my majors and Found a new home in the industrial tech um, program. Uh, naturally, I like to build stuff, so you know the shoe fits a little bit.
0: So not always that wasn't the major starting out. No, no.
2: Um, I started in physics actually, and then oh, I wow. decided you know um, I hate sitting at a, a desk. I like doing stuff with my hands, so um, I chose this kind of this pathway, and it's been working out so far, and I enjoy it every day. So
1: awesome. That is that is a quite a change. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a little difference from <laughs> same kind of concepts though. Probably, yeah. Use things and first teaching job is here, or yep. were you somewhere? This is
2: no, this is the first gig. So nice, yeah. very good.
1: Uh, Where was your goal always to kind of stay around the Cedar Falls area after being at U and I, or is it just kind of the happened to be the first place that?
2: Well, um, a little bit of both, actually. You know, this is the first place I applied for, ended up getting it. Um, Thankful for DNH for having me. Uh, but, yeah, the Cedar Falls area is just great from communities around and uh, athletics. Uh, really, any school around here has a good program, whether it's basketball, volleyball, whatever. So, um, yeah, this area is great.
1: Good. Okay, so here's my first question for you. Ready to go? Yep. So how's the first year been going? Are you looking forward to anything in particular this school year that you're going to try and do?
2: Um yeah so the school year's been going great um these kids are phenomenal uh but uh, one class I am excited for is my woods one class we're doing a fundraiser right now actually um we're making cornhole boards and selling them to the community and then all that money will actually go into buying new tools for the shop and uh yeah so how much is a cornhole board cornhole boards they run 140 140 for both a set and all the bags and yeah. All
0: does right. it, uh, are they custom? Yep. Well, like they're, they're to a certain extent ex- or, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So we have two variations. One's a painted, uh, blue and white. And then the other one's like a wood burned with a little bit of paint in there as well.
0: Okay. And how do they, how does somebody that's listening, just contact the school and get a hold of you somehow? Yeah, or? D-
2: definitely. That'd be, that'd okay. be the easiest way to do it. Um, we do have, I believe 12 students going around right now, um, uh, talking to people, getting out there, uh, Maybe going door to door or people they know. Sure. But,
1: so is this fundraiser fairly new then?
2: Yeah, um, I'm not sure if they did much of a fundraiser in the past, but that's something I'd like to do. Is maybe have these kids making um, products that can be used in the community. From what I heard, that um, there's a lot of cornhole players in the area, whether <laughs> it's just recreational or.
1: Tom, you is, know. is it bags or cornhole?
0: I always called it bags.
2: I did too. Me, me too. But, but uh, you know, yeah. cornhole is a technical, technical.
1: But but form, who?
0: So. so who came up with that? I don't know. Like like who who trumped the, who trumped the bags? Like like who was it? ESPN. <laughs> no idea. Once they started having like those college, college to, I feel guys like it or had something. To come they, out of
1: Nebraska, I just nothing good. <laughs> you know. And and where does Huskers?
0: It, why is it called cornhole?
2: That's. On me, well, I said Nebraska.
0: <laughs> I mean, if anything, it should be called like woodhole. You know, there's that corn has nothing. What was it back? So, was it back in the day they threw ears of corn through it? Is that how it started? I'm always,
2: I mean, there's there's like uh corn in the bags, like whole kernel corn or crushed
0: kernels okay, in, the, in okay, the bags
2: but probably the only thing I can think of. Oh, like.
0: well, that that makes more sense then if there was actually corn in the bag. And you're trying to throw the corn in the hole. I,
1: we used to, we made our my family had a a group that would make them like the bags themselves, yeah. and we quit using corn though because like mice and we'd store them in our barn or things like that during the winter. And if we didn't have them like in a plastic container, you get yeah. you know mice or things like that. And do you
0: guys so, use marbles then or something?
1: uh kind of like sand, like a I don't know. It's a a type of sand.
0: Hmm. I feel like that's cheating maybe. I feel like that would sit on the board more. You wouldn't get the true rule, I'd get more of just a Phew.
1: It's just the same it's the same though, because no, I don't each, think each it person is the person on each end gets the same. I, I
0: I understand that, but if you're if you're in a tournament, did do I say you, these were tournament to, did I say get, these were tournament bags? Hold on. Do you get to take your own bags? I've never been in a cornhole it's tournament.
2: More of like a home field advantage kind of thing. Exactly. exactly. But, but do
0: you get to take your own? If I go to if I go in the watermelon day one, and I am have a team, do I get to take my own bags, or do they supply them?
1: I'm sure you take your own. Here's my question for you. You're a baseball fan, right? Yeah. How many variations of bats are there? Not like, very many. Like wooden. Maple. Maple. But That's
0: there's,
1: it. There's ever, more. No, I know you they don't want to use
0: maple, it. You don't want to use anything else. But they can. But you would never do but it. But they can. But you you would never do it. Uh, just messing. No, I think that's cheating. <laughs> okay. <And out. laughs>
1: okay, so you got this going on. We'll make sure we kind of we put that out there as well,
0: this fundraiser. Yeah, absolutely. And, do you uh, have a, I'm sorry, do you have uh, a flyer, anything uh, like that? Yeah,
2: I do. It's in the works getting out on okay. uh, the Dyke Noir for oh, social media.
0: Perfect. But. Perfect. That's where I was going with that. So okay. we'll, we'll help you out.
1: Awesome. And so what have you enjoyed most about your school year so far?
0: Hmm, I'd say uh,
2: just the community, uh, like just for instance, a few days ago, somebody happened to be walking by the shop, and they stopped by, knocked on the door just to say hi, and I think that's huge cool. for me, you know, getting that support, and I'd like to eventually get that support back with these fundraisers, but uh, yeah, and the students as well, they're all motivated, ready to go, um, they are all have a positive attitude, and that's what probably I enjoy most is having that,
0: but... Yeah, and I've... Noticed over the years um, that out there it's a pretty popular place to go. I mean, the guys like to and girls like to go out there, and, and the stuff that comes out of that place is pretty good. I mean, pretty cool stuff. So, yeah,
1: it's neat. Even when I went in there, I, I don't get to go in there very often, from being on the New Hartford campus. And when I go in there, I'm I'm always
0: yeah, impressed I, with everything. I am not savvy with you i'm probably the last person but i really wish i would have done the whole gamut back in the day
1: yeah i that's
0: i had a chance to and i i didn't and i I always gosh i've been i should have went out there at least (laughs) for something you know teach me some skills that's
1: good though that the community's been embracing you so far and that kind of makes your first year go a little bit easier oh definitely as as you get through it Um, So, did anyone in particular inspire you to become a teacher? Does it run in your family?
2: Um, No, actually. Uh, I'm the first, I believe, I'm the first teacher in my family. So, um, all my family is more in the trades. Um, My dad works construction. My uncle does. Uh, My grandpa, both sides were farmers. So, um, I think working with my hands kind of came natural in that work ethic. Uh, But, you know... Why do it when you can teach it to get more people out there and working on, right. you know, these jobs that need to be filled out there? That there's such a high need and nobody's filling them. So right.
0: and so, what what do you? I know you. We're only a few weeks into the school year, but um, what is on your curriculum out there? Like, you already talked about woods. As what far it, as what classes? Yeah, it? yeah. What else? Okay. You know, yeah. what else do the students have the opportunity to take? So you know?
2: they have. We have a metals class, which they kind of get a bunch of different methods, metalworking processes. Um, there's that i have a welding class coming up um some architectural drafting there's engineering so there's a wide variety and there there's classes like for instance the woods class there's a woods two actually that they can kind of jump up and go off on their own a little bit since they've learned new tools and new methods and just something they can take home and use in their personal life
0: now how You went to school for this. Yeah. So in college, do you, like, I feel like there is a ton of things to learn out there. Like you could, I mean, there's just so many different avenues and metals and woods and, and drafting and stuff like that. I I mean, you feel comfortable doing all of it? Did you, you and I, I mean, do you take classes specifically for each one of those on how to teach it? Yeah,
2: yeah. a little bit. Um, I'd say, because, Throughout high school and my college, um, I worked various different jobs from, I worked at a wood manufacturing plant that, um, they, they made like wood stools and stuff like that. So I kind of got that in there. Um, construction, I've, uh, worked there for four years for a company in Cedar Falls. So.
0: Okay. So you have a lot of personal experience. Yeah. And I, you can bring to the table.
2: I think that makes me a very well-rounded, um, industrial tech teacher
0: yeah no kidding
1: that's good and i like too how you talked about the different trades that you're preparing the kids for because i i think one of the best things that we can do is teach kids that you can go be extremely right. successful as you know an electrician as a construction worker whatever it may be and i think that's something that's very very valuable
0: yeah i i was sad to see the table saw was up for sale. <laughs> I got a lot of memories on that bad boy.
1: Yeah. Oh, that thing's got some miles on it.
0: Oh my gosh. I, I, I wish they would had cameras back in the day. Just, we had, we didn't have very, uh, we all weren't very smart, but man, every once in a while, somebody would run thump, something through that table saw and it would kick back and it would, they would go all the way back to the wall. I mean, it we we're talking yeah. 30 feet. I mean, and it shot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I went to to Nike, graduated from Dyke back in the day and so I have some fond memories of that shop. Whenever I go in there I think of that. And I had another friend that <laughs> that uh, they had cords, you know, over the tables, the power cords. And I had a I had a friend that he was plugging something in and he got shocked. And he couldn't let go. and He's like, <laughs> 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 he's <holding on.
2: laughs>
1: "Oh my gosh."
0: Just a, yeah, old Mr. Jewel. That was that was my <laughs> industrial tech teacher.
2: Yeah, I I gotta say thank you to this administration for getting new tools with the new technology. <laughs> uh, as you said, we're getting an, a new table saw, which um, has a lot more safety features than that one <laughs> does. So, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, that was that was good. Good, Great. the old bandsaw, so the planer, all that stuff is.
1: So, what medium do you prefer to work with? Is it wood, metal?
2: Um, I'd say. I'm a lot more. I wouldn't say knowledgeable, but a um, little more comfortable with woodworking. Uh, I, I, I feel like I'm. Yeah, I'd say woodworking would be the, um, the area. Strong suit right. there, okay. but um, metals I do enjoy too. Welding I enjoy a lot. So
1: um, that's always that's a skill I wish I knew. What welding. Oh yeah, I, I don't know what I would weld, but I can, I, I can think about five hundred random things yeah, that I would, I would weld. I feel
0: like it's pretty easy though. You just throw down, you throw down the lid, you you point, oh. <laughs> you point this some type of metal, and then you hit it with a gun, and it zaps it. I I, I watch on. choppers.
1: Oh, that's a good show. <laughs>
0: yeah, and what do they call that? A spot welding. See, that's what. See, I, I could. I I feel like I could be pretty good at that.
2: Come out and try it, and we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we should take a field trip
0: sometime. Yeah. yeah. So, it, going back to the the woodworking thing. So if I gave you a project, you guys are you up for projects and stuff?
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: Because um, we are looking We we like to have a little shed in our backyard. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So if we I have gave a, you some plans, some class looking for um, something to do out in the community. So hmm. you're willing. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Travis is gonna have some crazy requests. Like there's gonna to have to be a disco ball and a DJ booth and No. DJ Scribbles gotta have a DJ booth out in his.
0: That'd be something different.
1: Okay. All right, so outside of school, what keeps you busy? How do you spend your time?
2: So I do watch a lot of sports. I'm like I said, I'm big into sports. It's been driven into me. Um I like to hunt and fish. Uh go out on the lake. Nothing beats that. But uh yeah, that's so, here's a here's a you here's a can go for
0: down. down that route. So,
1: have you ever heard the term poke and hope like in in hunting? Yeah. And okay. So, you understand the terminology, you know, if it's a long ways away, you're going to Right. Just had I, to I literally just he, explained he this did. term he right just, before you got yes. in here to him. <laughs>
0: I'd never heard it before.
1: So, yeah. Anyways. I had to
0: correlate it to a video game. <laughs> to Call of Duty. <laughs> but it worked. So, uh, football fan as well? Yep, big football fan. And NFL team is?
2: The Steelers.
0: Steelers.
1: Are you sucking up the Stockdale now.
0: You, oh, yeah. the Steelers oh, fan? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to ask him. I think they went. They did uh, go. A few years ago. Yeah, big years. time Steelers fans.
2: Don't get many of them around here, Steelers
0: fans. Right? No, there's a reason why, but.
1: <laughs> okay, so hey this, we- this weekend, Iowa or Iowa State?
2: Oh, I'm a big Iowa fan, Um uh, yeah. we will okay. just keep it at that. But <laughs> Good.
0: Good. I how like about it. the how about your family? Were they was it a house divided or
2: No, um all Iowa fans, you know, growing up forty five minutes from Iowa City sure. it's hard hard not to be. But they I have friends that are Iowa State fans,
0: but Sure. Don't hold
1: it are against they true them? friends or What's that? Are they true friends? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. So um, I don't know if my co-host here explained this to you or not, but no. at the end of every interview, we like to do a random question of the day. And this is one that uh, we, we just thought we'd throw out there. So are you ready for it?
2: Yep. let's hear it.
1: Okay. What movie best describes your life?
2: Hmm.
0: Are, are you a movie guy?
1: Yeah. Uh, gosh, that's a tough one. Um. See, this is easy for Travis because he's seen three movies in his life. <laughs>
0: right. I haven't seen very many movies, so, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I in the movie that I have chosen, I, I think it fits me well. Yeah? Yeah, I do.
1: You? How about this? How about you go then, okay. Travis, because yep. we're going to give him yep. a second.
0: I'll go first. Uh, it would be Ghostbusters because I would be Bill Murray. Okay. Then that, um, you know, he... Start out, he was kind of hard luck, you know. I'm not really sure, and then got into some some good stuff, the paranormal, and and really made a name for himself, and then became everything, and then ends up saving New York City. Yeah, you know, and he and he's like, you know, everybody loves him. That's pretty much the same thing for me, <laughs> I- right? He, you're right, not, you're not disagreeing, so
1: I, because I'm in shock that that's the one that you chose. Oh, big whoop! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Lane of you,
2: you good? Yeah, um, you got one? Well, it's well, it's kind of a sad movie, but it's Uh-oh. a little bit along that rope. So I'd say the Pursuit of Happiness. That's a if good one. K- kind of where he's kind of lost a little bit. Not sure which direction he wants to go in life. And you know, I'm I'm really glad I picked I picked teaching, uh, changing lives. Every day, being a role model to people, um, and, you know, finally settling down in that first job, and um, it's kind of where I want to be, so.
0: A little Will Smith action yeah.
2: there, okay.
0: Don't even have to go down that road. Nice. I I was just going to ask you who was in it. <laughs> I'd never even heard of it. <laughs> what well, was yeah. it, the joy of happiness? Pursuit of happiness.
1: It's a, <laughs> it pursuit is a, of happiness.
0: It's a... Okay, I'm going to write it down. It's
1: a good movie. It's tough though to watch at times. Really? Mm-hmm. Very good. And what about you? Well, if you could say Ghostbusters, can I say The Avengers
0: then, or which one are you though?
1: I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say that. Mine would be Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> 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 I love
2: it.
0: Which one are you though? Oh, Lloyd Christmas. So that that Lloyd that describes everyday. your life.
1: <laughs> yeah, just gotta. Sometimes you just gotta stumble into good luck. It's all it takes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay, if you can pick Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay, I'm not even going to get into the this okay. whole thing uh, here. All right. Well, Lane, we just do want to uh, say we appreciate you stopping in tonight. And uh, thanks for telling us a little bit about yourselves.
2: Yeah. Thank you yep. guys for having me. Yep. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks. The DNH Loose Change Podcast is looking for the final two businesses to partner with us here at Dyke New Hartford. DNH Loose Change will be a weekly podcast focusing exclusively on all things DNH. The podcast will primarily consist of interviews from administrators, teachers, support staff, coaches, and our own DNH students. By becoming a partner, your business will be given up to a 60-second pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll read in every episode to a captive audience. Your donation will go directly to help out the DNH Booster Club as well as help offset the cost of producing the podcast. For more information, contact Travis Kewitt at 319-983-2206 or by email at travis.kewitt at dnhcsd.org. Thank you in advance for your support of our DNH students and roll blue.
1: All right, Wolverines, we are back. With our next interview, we have Tom Coldrigger in the studio. Tom, how are you?
3: Not too bad. Thanks for having me tonight.
1: You are absolutely welcome. It's a beautiful evening. We were just talking about that a little bit ago. Yep.
3: I rode the motorcycle up. It was so nice. Did you? What you oh, got for a bike? Uh, I got a 2008 Heritage Harley-Davidson. Nice. Well, he was just talking about choppers
1: a little bit ago.
0: I, I, I can't get one. The family won't let me. Um, which is probably a good move on their part. Um, I've always wanted forever a Fat Boy. Yeah, I like the Fat Boys I, too. I, they, I, I I don't know why. I, I just there's no way I could handle that thing. It would fall on me and I'd be dead. But I just absolutely I just love the look of them. I would love to have one. I've never ridden one. I've never. I,
3: I liked the one they were in uh, in the Terminator too. Yeah, yeah. He was on a fat boy. I have seen that movie. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I just, I've always, I've always loved fat boys.
1: So if you had a bike, would you have the long handlebars no, on top? No. Or no. I,
0: I, I would have to ride in comfort.
1: Yeah. I'd probably have a lazy boy.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. you, do you have, like, um, I don't know the proper term, a normal?
1: Any mods?
3: No. Uh, on my Heritage, they're stock bars, but they are about shoulder height. On my limited, they are more around midsection, so I don't have what they would call apes or rise bars. What? Okay, so what that. is?
0: What's the reasoning? Is it all looks? It's more looks? comfortable. It is. It, is it really is. Have
3: your hands up a little bit higher. I
0: feel like though, if you man, if you had to swerve, you'd be no, in trouble. About,
3: about shoulder heights or slightly below yeah. is what you want, and that's comfortable. Man, it I, really is. People think huh, it's not.
0: I, I I'm one of those people. I thought no way. I don't I, mean, I don't think experience. you want to be hunched over. No, I wouldn't no, want no. you know one I, of those get I've after bikes. Race,
3: but, I had a racing bike when I was younger and yeah. uh, you can't ride them very far.
0: Right. You can go They're really fast but you yeah. can't ride them very They're far.
3: in town bikes not travel. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's and there's so many different things out there now. It's it's crazy. I mm-hmm. know um Oh, hang on a second. There's a spider I think in town. Spider two, the ones with the one in the front, or is it two in the front, two in one the, in the, front, the back? one in the back? Yeah, yeah. Those those look kind of cool, but they're definitely unique.
0: Yeah, I rode one with Jeff Rinecki. Oh, oh yeah, Bruce. you in the
1: parade, didn't you? Were you? In the I was in or? the
0: parade, but uh, he uh, had one for Watermelon Days. He had access to one, and so we'd go to Pablo's. That's awesome. We did it for like two or three straight Watermelon Day years.
1: Very cool. All right, well, we better get to this with Tom here. Yeah. So. Uh, Tom uh, has a unique thing that he does for Dyke New Hartford. We're going to get to that in just a second. But before we do, Tom, could you go ahead and give us a little bit of background information about yourself?
3: All right. Well, I uh, I grew up in Elkron Heights, which is 20 miles east of here, right down Highway 20, uh, You know, a little small bedroom community of Waterloo. Uh, I graduated from Waterloo East, uh, worked construction for a couple of years, uh, then went back to college. Actually, it was Hawkeye Tech back then. It wasn't yeah. even a community college, and I... I went to school to be a machinist, but I took extra classes in CNC programming. And when I graduated, I got a job at Iowa Laser Technology in Sear Falls as a programmer. And over the years, uh, I worked my way up into the engineering department. And a few years ago, I became the engineering uh, manufacturing engineering manager. So wow. I, it was a small company when I started there. I think there was 32 employees when I started. And we've been as high as 180. So, Oh, that's really cool. You know, it was nice to work my way up through. Yeah, holy smokes. We, we like to promote from within. And,
1: tr- and doing it, you know, working hard yep. and, and moving yourself up. That's awesome.
3: So then uh, after I graduated college, uh, I got married to my wife, Gretchen. Uh, we both graduated at the same time from East High. Uh, we moved to Waterloo, lived there for eight years. We had one son. Uh, he did one year of kindergarten in Waterloo. And we decided we want a small community Environment for our son to grow up in. So we were going back and forth between Jessup and Dyke, ended up in Dyke. Uh, we had another child a year later. Uh, so both my boys now have both graduated from the Dyke and Hartford program.
0: Very cool. And still currently here in the community?
3: Yes. Um, well, the one is, is in college.
0: Right. Well, I mean, uh, you you're, yeah, you, and
3: yeah Yep, yep, yep. Still live in Dyke.
0: Not uh, once the kids left, you left. They, yeah, nope, you still... nope,
3: we stayed, stayed here. Actually, uh, my wife is a teacher at Dyke New Hartford. Awesome. She came out here a couple of years ago.
1: I actually, um, when I did my student teaching, I did it at Lowell. That's where and, she taught. Yep, and I would actually run into her all the time but between Sarah Acuff and, yep. and oh. yeah, so I, I uh, would run into her often at Lowell. Um, so, and the cool thing about this, Tom, for me is what you do for the school. And I'm going to kind of, you have a kind of a unique background with this. So I'm going to let you explain why, what you do and why you do it.
3: All right. So I've always had a fascination with photography. From, from a child getting my picture taken to then, as I got older, starting to take pictures. You know, back when I started, you had film. You had, <laughs> you had the disposable flashes. So you would take pictures. Then you would have to send the film in. And, you know, there was always that anxiety, right. excitement of are the pictures going to turn out well? And sometimes they would, and sometimes they wouldn't. Either way, you still had to pay to have them right. developed. Right. So I'm, I'm dating myself here a little. But th- then the digital cameras started coming out, and they were all point-and-shoots. Sure Shot S1 was my first one. You know, this is back in the mid-'90s. <laughs> and they were great for – uh portrait type stuff. So then when my kids got into junior high and they started playing sports, those cameras just, they do not work well enough. And so I kind of got out of taking pictures until my oldest son started his senior year. And I was like, you know, dang it, I want to get some good pictures. So I went out and and back then I I think I paid like $1,100 for the camera and the two kit lenses, to take the pictures. Right. You can buy that same camera today for about 500. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's probably a little better. But yeah. that was my first foray into taking pictures for the school. I mean, I took mostly of my kid, but I also took pictures of the other kids, you know, on the team. And and so when he graduated, my youngest son was just going into junior high, and he wasn't big into sports, so I kind of took a little break. Uh, but then when he started high school, he got back into sports. Yeah. And, then I started buying better equipment, better lenses. You know, and, and the lenses are what allow me to get the pictures I take. The cameras help, but it's the lenses. Yeah. And so I did that for the four years that my youngest went through high school. And I, I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching sports. I enjoy watching high school sports because it's just, it's just pure love. The, the, the players, right. they aren't doing it for money. It's, you know, and it's fun to watch. And it doesn't help that Dyke usually does well in everything, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep.
1: So, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So, and you know, your youngest son graduated, and why? What brings you to continue taking pictures?
3: Well, um, I, I think it's the community. I mean, if you look at the Dyke, New Hartford community, there are so many people that volunteer their time for you. Can you name it. Somebody is volunteering to do it, right? And this is just my little way of giving back to the community. I mean I'm gonna be at the sporting event anyway. I might as well take some pictures right. and and the parents really appreciate it. I mean, most parents are not gonna go out and spend the kind of money that it takes to get those types of pictures yeah, and so this is just a service that i well I, and I think providing and, and i i I,
0: I think as a parent, it was awesome because then as the parent, you could watch the game. So and many times you get caught up in, like you said, trying to get that shot or trying to get that. You knew and, and you knew I Tom hear- was there. It's like uh, it, it, it it's not going to be any better than yeah. what he gets.
3: Yep. And I hear that from a lot of parents that they can now focus yes. on watching their child play because you I do miss a lot of the action because I'm just looking through a small lens so I don't get right. to see everything. So I do miss some of the sport of what's right. going on, but, um, but that's how you get the good pictures.
0: Right. <laughs> now it has, and they are good pictures, too. Oh, they're phenomenal they're, pictures, I, I mean,
1: some of the angles that you get, and, and you know, talking to you um, occasionally at, like, I, I was at a track meet last year. You were just, I'm going to come over here because this is the better angle, and I'm going to stand here, and he knows what yeah. he's doing. And
3: that is something that I've learned over the years. I mean, you do have to know what's going on. I mean, you, you have to understand the sport and right. where, where the action's going to be, what Where to stand to get them, you know, like the long jump. When when your son was doing the long jump, you kind of want to be slightly off. You can right. do it straight on, but you, and you don't want to be doing quite straight sideways. But you know, right. you get that height, and you get the arm and the leg pump, and then the splash in the sand. I mean, you know, right? Those are just things that you kind of pick up as yeah. as I've done them.
0: Now, I mean, you have a passion for this. Did it, did it ever? Turn into hey, I'd like to make it a profession or not, or just um, it, not enough of it to be a. I, I mean, because
3: I've, I've had I, I've had parents want me to do senior pictures. Um, I've been asked to do a couple weddings. And right, it's just, it's just not my thing. Okay, I, I don't do it for the money. Right, I, I just I do it because I enjoy it, and once you bring money into it. It kind of puts a little more pressure on you. <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. People don't realize they see all the pictures I take and they think they're great. They don't realize how many I throw away. So I, I, I looked up last year. So last year, I uploaded 11,500 oh pictures to the school <laughs> Google Drive account. Okay. And I generally will delete 50 to 60% of the pictures I take. Are either kind of duplicates if I do a like a burst shot, sure, or a, a ref gets in the way, or it's just blurry. So I figure I've taken at least thirty-five thousand pictures, up to thirty-five thousand pictures last year. So I've deleted, you know, that many pictures that are bad. Right. <laughs> when you do a, uh you know, graduation or an open house or a, uh you know. You don't get a chance to do over sometimes, right? You better make sure your <laughs> right. about a your your
0: it, clip has got to be yeah. about ninety percent.
3: <laughs> Absolutely, and so, and it's just it's more time too.
0: What a so, take us through a typical.
3: Let's let's go through the Grundy game last yeah, week. Yeah, so, take us through a typical so day for you. I I uh, I went up there. I got up there about forty five minutes early. I tried to get pictures of the cheerleaders. You know, because once the game starts, you know, their job is to cheer. Right. So, I try to get pictures of the cheerleader, the managers, you know, just whatever catches my eye. Uh, then I do the pictures for the game. And then the post game, when uh, the coach is talking to him, which is cool for me because I get to listen in on right. what he's actually right. saying. Uh, so, then I usually get home about 9 30, 10 o'clock. Uh, I'll upload the pictures, go through them all, review them, delete the bad ones. Uh, I don't do any editing other than cropping. Of the pictures okay. i don't I don't have the software yet that's kind of on my list. Um, and then I upload them to the Google Drive account that the school set up for me, and then usually by then it's about midnight twelve thirty and depending on how I feel, I usually go to bed and then I get up the next morning and I go through the pictures again off of the Google Drive account and I this- download the ones that I want to upload to my Facebook page okay. That takes usually another hour. So I usually have three to four hours for every sporting event I do. Wow. Wrapped up and getting them out to the community. And that's
1: what of my, my next question was going to be, that what would your time commitment be? Because I don't think people understand, you know, if you haven't had a chance to look at Tom's pictures, go out there, do it. Um, they're, they're great. And the, the work ethic that you have to have to make sure that that happens That's to me, that's more. I mean, you're giving back, but you're doing so much more than that.
0: All right. Well, and I, if I remember right, you even donated older cameras to the school as well, right? The
3: very first camera that I bought for my oldest son's senior year. um, Once I purchased my two, you know, I would call them semi professional cameras, uh, my wife and I donated that first camera to the school. Uh, to the uh, yearbook Yearbook, staff and then um, Malia Neuroth had written a grant to purchase the same style of camera but a newer version so now they have two of them that they can then use uh, during school activities
0: yeah that's awesome that is
1: nice to to have. So, and, and you've talked about the Google Drive. So, where can your pictures be found if if people are unfamiliar? So, with there's this?
3: there's two places. Um, if you are on Facebook, you can go to Tom K's Wolverine Photos, um, and I will post a link to the Google Drive um, from every sporting event I shoot, and then I'll share fifty to one hundred and fifty pictures, depending on how many I take that night. Um, the other place you can get is, if you're not on Facebook, is you can go to the Dyke New Hartford website. I was lucky enough that Mr. Bixby set up a Google Drive account for me that I can upload all these pictures to. So now the parents can go to the Dyke New Hartford website, and in the upper left corner, it'll be, I think it's parents and community. yep. And you hover over that, and a big drop-down drops down. And in the third column, it'll I think it says Tom Korberger's Pictures. You click on that, and it takes you to the Student Life section. And right now, there's four years. There's uh, 2018 to 19, 1920, 2021, and 21-22. Pick the year you want, and then within that, there will be folders. And I usually have them labeled like F-Ball versus Grundy, or V-Ball versus Grundy, uh, or Baseball, Softball, whatever the event is. You just click on that folder, and all the pictures will be there. Nice. And then you can download them for free. And if you're going to make prints... I recommend you do it through the school website instead of like copying a picture that I post right. on Facebook. It's a better right. quality. It's the true uh, PDF. It's not a reduced resolution that Facebook creates.
0: So you have no copyright. You don't. Nope. You're not there. Nope. They can. Nope.
3: Anybody that wants to use do whatever this, they want. Yep. Jake Ryder from Grundy Register. He'll use some of my pictures if he can't be at a right. Hartford event. Um, he'll use one of my pictures, and he just gives me credit. You know, yep, sure, that he got it. And that's absolutely fine with me. I'm, I'm and glad and it, to help him out.
1: That's that's awesome. And I mean, to to do all that, and then at the same time, you're not doing getting anything in return. That's just that's just really nice. Well, huh? I,
3: I get the satisfaction. It you know, it, it makes me feel good. Right. You know.
1: Well, and that's why, you, you know, talking about getting paid and asking if you were going to do this for a job, it becomes a job. Then it does, and it, then you can lose that love or that passion if right. it if it's right. a
3: job then.
0: Right. What about, do you have any interest in teaching others?
3: Um, so um, I have come up to, this was pre-COVID. I was coming up to the school once or twice a year uh, to the yearbook staff and kind of just going over oh, the cool. basics okay. of uh, sports photography. Because sports photography is quite a bit different than just taking portraits and landscapes and things like that. I mean, you really need to know... The sport you're shooting, you need the equipment. Right. You know, really, the, the the cameras that the school has are tough to use to shoot sports, especially indoors, right? Because they don't really have the lenses, and and that's where you get the pictures.
1: That kind of brings me to my next question here. So, uh, what equipment do you usually have to use when let's let's say at the Grundy game? Or... All right. So
3: I have a. Canon 7D, which is what I would consider an entry-level sports camera. Um, it has a fairly high shutter speed or um, um, frames per second. It can shoot up to 10 frames per second, uh, but it it's not as, doesn't have as big a sensor, so it's not a real low-light type camera. And then I have a 5D Mark IV, which is what I would say is an entry-level um, a portrait and wedding-type camera. Uh, but it has better low light shooting, but it only shoots about seven frames per second, so it's kind of a trade off. So mm-hmm. I use that for football because it's outdoors; it's not as dark. I mean, it's dark by the end of the game. Um, and then on those two cameras, I have a twenty-four to seventy f two point eight lens, and then a seventy to two hundred f two point eight lens. And the f two point eight is is the key to these lenses because they lit in the most light. So the yep. lower the lower the number, the bigger the aperture's open to let the light in. Yeah. So and it's it's 2.8 through the whole zoom where the kit lenses that you get with most cameras, they will change. So if you get your settings set perfect when you're zoomed all the way in, as soon as you zoom all the way out, all right. now all of a sudden it's too dark. Yeah or vice versa. You go all the way out, and as soon as you zoom in, now everything's white because it's blown out so so the lenses is what makes it
0: Yep, i've had a little experience with that with flying the drone yes is although i kind of have a cheat sheet it i mean it it gives me a histogram so i have a histogram on my my ipad and it gives me this mountain kind of looking thing and basically you want it to look like a mountain you want the peak to be in the middle that's your white balance then you know that you've got a pretty good and if it's on the ends then you've got to change the 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 shutter speed and i mean it's it, it it's gets pretty technical. It, uh, it does and and i watched uh, way way too many youtube videos on That's different and somebody would have it one way then somebody prefers it this way and somebody i mean it's the the technicality is it was way more than what it, than for i me, wanted i mean a
3: lot of years of of i watched a lot of youtube videos yeah. on how to to do this i took one class at hawkeye and i already knew more than what the class Right. Taught me. So, I, you know. Yeah. But uh, a lot of it's just been trial and error.
0: Yeah, Yes, it is. And, 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 and the I've, frustrating thing is, is it's trial and error. But in your instance, you have one shot. I mean, it, there's only well, one D&H versus Grundy game and you got to, yeah, you know, do the uh, best you can.
3: The, the worst one ever happened to me. This was my son's, my youngest son's senior year, <laughs> senior night for basketball. I thought I had the camera all set up. I gave it to a friend to take a picture because I was walking with my son. And I accidentally bumped the autofocus off, and it wasn't focused. And every single senior oh. picture was blurry. I was so mad at myself. Can't redo it.
0: Right, right. So,
3: you know. Oh. Um, but, you know, going back to why, why I do this was, so my, the story I like to tell is I, there's there's emotional pictures that I take, and there's just cool pictures, or what I would consider cool so, an emotional picture for me. It's probably my favorite picture I've ever taken. Was we were playing Iowa City Regina uh, a couple of years ago, the final game of the season. Winner wins district. You know, goes to the uh, dome, and we were we were beating them pretty bad. And so, of course, at the end of the game, the coach starts pulling off the <clears throat> the starters. All right. And my son's coming off the field. He took his helmet off about three quarters of the way off. And he has a look on his face, and I happen to catch it. You know, it's just like, whew, you know, we we just whooped him. All right? You know, and so to me, that picture has a lot of meaning. To to the regular person that sees it, you know, it's just right. a picture. Um, a few years later, the girls are down at state basketball. This is with Ellie Foster and Katie Knock, and they make it to the second round. <clears throat> We're losing, but we steal the ball, come down the court, and f- for once, I was focused on the. The bench, not the actual action on the floor. And we made a basket. I don't even know who made the basket. Right. And the kids on the bench, I got a picture with, I think, almost every single one of them is in the air. Nice. Coach Dahl's credentials are covering his face, and he's fist-pumping it. You know, and to me, <laughs> that that's like, that's like one of the coolest pictures I took. Yeah. And that's what I have to try to remember, though, when I'm reviewing them is what are the parents, you know, do, do I think it's going to have an emotional connection to right. them? you know? And then I have to try to find what pictures I think are cool, and I hope everybody else thinks it's cool. Sure.
0: Well, I, I think you have a <laughs> pretty think, good yeah, eye I for what's cool.
3: Yeah, yeah you, you do a
0: good I job. I don't so. think that's an issue.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, and so here's a, probably our last question before we get to the random question of the day. Do you have a favorite activity or sport that you like to photograph?
3: Um. I, I like basketball. Partially because it's indoors and, and and I don't not that I don't mind being outside for football, but the lighting is constant. So like when I do a football game, at at the start of the game it's sunny and I have to keep making sure that I'm making my adjustments on my camera. Right. When I do basketball, it's just I set it, I forget it, and I shoot it. Plus, basketball is probably the easiest sport and, and there's just so much action. I, I get a lot yeah. of good pictures from basketball. And again, I go back to You have to know the sport to know where to be, what to look for, when to take the picture. And basketball just seems to be the sport that I know the most because I played it. Um, I didn't play football or anything like that in high school. So, um, but I mean, I like doing all the sports. Uh, Last year I did soccer for the first time, had no idea where to be. Right. You know, I mean, I still have to learn where to get the good pictures, who's going to have the ball. You know, you know, I just don't don't know the sport, so that's cool but, but though, that you do that. Yeah, and and I don't care. It's 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 all basketball. Freshman, JV, all right? Boys, girls. It's just it's all fun for me to watch.
0: Uh, that's very cool. Okay,
3: very cool. well, you ready for it? I, I guess so. Random question <laughs> of the day.
1: Okay, so I, I change it up a little bit, Travis. You
0: you do whatever. This okay. is your podcast. I don't think so, but.
1: Hey now. <laughs> okay, so this is one that I've actually seen uh, being debated um, by some of our prior students that have graduated now. But my question to you, Tom, is cereal soup.
3: I would say it depends on the cereal. Okay. Like I'd say, like Wheaties, kind of a soup. You know, especially if once it gets mushy. <laughs> uh uh Uh, I would treat it as soup.
0: Soup. What do you think? My first thought is soup is hot. Okay. So that would x nay all cereals. What about oatmeal? It's not
1: really cereal, but
0: it's in that. No, uh, that to me that's a that a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Although that I have to think about that a little bit, but I I would not call that soup so with with your
1: i would agree with you on the on the temperature thing if that's the rule yeah. you go by um i think though by the rule of thumb you have ingredients that you put in liquid in a bowl
0: is that is that the official i don't know that's how i like, like it. if that's i looked how, up the definition of soup it would say see that's you know what let's let's do that sometime here yeah
1: we'll uh, we'll do that and, and get back to people hmm. but i I, I, think it'd be... I view that as soup but i was thinking you know when it gets mushy Some of that stuff gets a little soggy. You could kind of turn to stew. (laughs) So, (laughs) how you look at it?
0: Yeah, it is.
1: But I don't know. Just, just. uh, Can you? Is
0: there a soup for breakfast?
1: A breakfast soup? Yeah. I don't know, but maybe we could get a hold of Campbell's.
0: I mean, would would? Yeah. I mean, under my definition, oatmeal would be the closest thing. As a breakfast soup? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I I see where you're going. The temperature thing, definitely, I well, see where you're yeah. going.
3: We could say malt meal is a soup. Yeah. You put enough butter and sugar in it, it gets pretty soupy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's hot.
0: Because texture-wise, I totally... <laughs> I mean, that... it. Because then, then then, you go down the road of a soup, you can do soup without chewing. Right. And oatmeal would be one, malt meal would be another one, so you know, those would be considered soup. But I, so is me, a, me I, th- I think of when you eat it at, you know.
1: So then I'm going to take this out and I'm going to ask you a different one then. Is a hot dog a sandwich?
0: I do not believe a hot dog is a sandwich.
1: Because the temperature thing doesn't really. Ap-
0: yeah, I don't, I don't think, a, I don't think here? a hot dog is a sandwich.
1: Tom, do you have an opinion on that?
0: It. it I mean, you could, you could talk me into it. But my first inkling is no.
3: Well, you got a bun, you got two pieces of bread on either side of it. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I know this is one of those
1: things. I'd be interested to see what our uh, maybe we'll put that yeah. up as a poll. I uh,
0: see. I uh, okay. I I could see a hot dog being a sandwich. Okay.
1: Well, we'll, yeah, we'll put that up as a poll tonight for both questions. Yeah. And just see if uh, we can get at least six people to answer and go from there. All, all six of them? Hopefully, maybe an odd number just in case we, we have a split. Right. All right. Well, Tom, thank you very much for stopping in tonight. And thank you for all you do. The pictures, again, you know, like you said, royalty free. You're doing this just to.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Well, out of the goodness of your heart, so uh, thank you for taking pictures for Dyke New Hartford, and we appreciate it.
3: Well, thank you for having me on. This was fun.
0: Reniki Construction is a family-owned business right here in the DNH School District, focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Ronnie Key Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels, or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Ronnie Key Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth which is the best kind of advertising look around their website at Construction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion if you have comments or questions please feel free to contact them at 319-239-6256 or r-e-i-n-c-o-n-s-t at gmail.com Key construction measure twice cut once
1: Well, Wolverines, that does it for another episode of DNH Loose Change. This was a fun one. Uh, Lane Stahlberg joined us, our new industrial tech teacher, and we also had in here Tom Cobrigger, who discussed his uh, photo. I don't know if you'd want to call it a hobby, uh, but
0: I mean, I, I, is the definition of a hobby you don't get paid for it? Perhaps. So, I, I mean, I would. I mean, it's a it's a serious hobby, and he does I mean,
1: it for the. Uh, yeah, and as he explained in his interview, he does it for the love of of yeah. taking photographs and being. Man, at that's the not a cheap events. hobby either. No, if you I mean, heard him talking about that, um, those lenses too, they're not cheap.
0: Yeah, I, I wanted to ask him. I I wanted to, but I wasn't going to. Right, you don't I want to have to ask polite. him just what, a, what an average camera. But I know they're not cheap. Yeah. you want to get the quality that he's shooting with.
1: And what blows what blows me away about all of this is you know sometimes you, sometimes you have a parent you know who does a great great thing by taking pictures of other kids while they're there to watch their child and that there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's amazing but Tom does not have that commitment he does not have a a, a child in the district right now mm-hmm. he's just here to do uh his thing that he enjoys
0: yeah i kind of thought that he would uh, you know, give it up once, once his kids were done. Nope. No, he was right back out there. Yeah,
1: and like he said, he's still working on improving his own quality yeah, and that's awesome. The time commitment that he puts into this. And he's a loyal listener too to DNH loose change. So I know he'll hear this and he'll realize just how much we do appreciate this. Yeah. And yep. that's why I think Travis and I, are we going to dedicate our first pit first pitch to, yeah, I think the first
0: pitch should go to Tom and, um, and he even mentioned it, um, in his, uh, when we were interviewing him about how people just step up and, you know, a lot of people around here don't get paid for, for what they do, but it, it, it shows and, um, every, we are, I mean, anybody that volunteers their time, whatever it is, um, are grateful in some way, whether it's expressed right to their face, you know, face to face or, you know, indirectly, but, um, Tom is a prime example of someone that he doesn't have to do this at all. He doesn't have to do this at all, but he he's choosing to do it, and the school district is uh, reaping the benefits.
1: Oh, absolutely! And he says semi semi professional. You know, if you've taken a look at the quality of his photos, yeah. they look professional. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't look semi professional in any way, shape, or form to my eye.
0: Right. I'm I'm thinking if if. We want to have a, a photo shoot here for D H Loose Change. He's the guy I'm going to. Oh, absolutely. I think he could get our our good sides.
1: He probably could. You know, actually, what if we had like a foosball tournament sometime? You know, like some of the guests that we've had on, we hit make a little tournament. He could catch us all in action there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take pictures of us playing foosball.
1: Yeah, get some tests, man. You ever see some of those? People oh, yeah. spin those? Are you a
0: spinner? Or are you a
1: no, I don't I don't respect the spinners. I think that's cheating.
0: I'm with you. I I don't like it. But I feel like it's a disadvantage if you have to do it. You'll get you'll get lucky once in a while. You'll you'll hammer one down. But when you spin it, you've got to try to grab your guy is all over the place. I feel like it's almost hampering. Yeah. I mean, you're going to luck into stuff and you may even win a match against me, but if we play 10 times, I'm going to beat you eight times because I'm better than you, and you're just getting lucky because of right just the nature of, of the game.
1: Are you a camper where you camp a guy out in, in front of the goal?
0: Like my goalie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I, I've, I, well, I've, I always have one hand on my goalie.
1: Same here. Yeah, same here and See, then I I've run heard, the other guys. I've heard some people that get kind of frustrated if you, you know, it's kind of like three seconds in the lane. Type situation. What are you right. supposed
0: to do with the guy? That's, That's what I
1: said. That's what I
0: said. I could see somebody saying, because I think you have four controllers, right? Or like four, Handles. or is it three?
1: You know, now I I think it's four. I think there's two, two and you two. You have two
0: defensemen and then a, a three guy and then a five guy in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Or is oh, the second, I thought
1: you were talking about like poles.
0: I am. So So if I have my one hand on the goalie, how many more can I grab? I think three. So I have four total. Yes. That's what I. Yeah, because when you play doubles, right? Yep. So I could see somebody saying, you're either on the closest two or the back two. So that keeps you from. I mean, you can set your guy there, but you don't have control over him because you don't have. Because you can stop a lot of shots if your hand is on. But if you say, hey, I got to be on the front two or the back two, that. But don't come at me saying that I'm can my I can do whatever See, that's with what my I guys. think too.
1: I know I, I, I look at it like soccer. Nobody's going to move the goalie out.
0: And what are you supposed to, so what are you supposed to do with your goalie then when, when he's not in use? Are you supposed to like turn, jam him into a corner or something? Turn
1: him up. So his legs are like, really? Hard. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know, but that, I, I didn't understand the concept of that either. So I'm glad yeah, you're that, on the same page. No, with me.
0: I'm totally with you on that. Makes no sense. I don't, I think yeah. it's somebody that's not very good at foosball. And do yeah. you call it, um, is there another name for foosball?
1: Is it like table soccer? Is that? Yeah. Okay. No.
0: So foosball is. Foosball is what I go by. It's not cornhole or bags. It's Bags. I think so too. But it is foosball.
1: I call it foosball.
0: And do you call, is it foosball or foos? I call it foosball. I call it foosball too. Yeah. I I, I like that game. And it's pop. It's when I was soda. Well, yeah. When I was at Nyack, my freshman year, Chad Meester was a sophomore, and we'd go eat lunch and we'd come back and we'd go into the area, game room, whatever, and we'd play a game. Dude would beat me. I'm not even sure I won. I mean, and we played every single day, and he would, he owned me, absolutely owned me.
1: Sounds like friends, Chandler and Joey.
0: <sighs> yeah, I was a little frustrated. I do go to a well. It's been a while, but I've been to a friend's house and they have. He has foosball in his garage, and I I enjoy playing. Yeah, but it's got to be a nice table, though. It can't be this. Uh, for, is it called Formica? Yeah,
1: you is can't that, like, have the pressed those, wood. The the pressed wood ones aren't good. You get the bubbles in the table. Right. It, it's got. I
0: need a legit.
1: A little like if the, the legs get chipped and then it wobbles. Yes. And, yes. You know.
0: it, it's got to be a legit table. I wow.
1: see. That's the same way I am with with ping pong. I cannot have a, 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 you know, a poor table. Yeah, it's got to be a legitimate yeah. table. And I can play on
0: anything there. Yeah, and I'm really good at that.
1: That's one area I'm not good at.
0: I, I'm uh, I'm pretty good at ping pong.
1: I'd like to get better, but
0: I'm also good at table tennis too.
1: Are you? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we better get. Off the air here. People are their ears are already bleeding. So all right, Wolverine Nation, that does it for us. First pitch, Tom Colbrigger. Thank you for listening. We will be back next week for another episode of DNH Loop Change.